<laughs> You're going to have to do ads soon. Okay, there's the ad. It took nine, nine that time. Oh, and it let me kill out of that ad. I can keep. There we go. Sounds like my kids in the morning. <laughs> what else is news, Doctor? <laughs> don't know. Episode 501. It's a podcast. I'm Mike, and I'm Dr. Lori. Neocortex frontal lobe. Welcome back, Dr. Lori. Thanks, Mike. Good to be back. Pons and cortex visual. Right step. Right step. Sylvian Fisher Pineal. You have one of the more fun theme songs to listen to. It is. It gets stuck in my head. Welcome back. Thank you. So Thank you. how much, uh, how many feet of snow do you have in the ground there in Wisconsin here it, in October? It is going to be, it is going to be 80 degrees here in Wisconsin. Because oh, nice. uh, this is Wisconsin. We don't have weather that you would ever anticipate. Is that like a, uh, uh, in, a native indigenous first nations people's summer? Is that what we're calling the, it now? It is. It is the Indigenous People's Summer um, because it snowed here on Monday. Yeah. And now it's 80 degrees today. Uh-huh. So, oh, so it's yes. just normal Wisconsin weather. It is normal Wisconsin weather. Don't like yeah. the weather today? Wait till tomorrow. It'll be completely mm-hmm. different. It will be. Yeah, it'll be, probably be snowing again by Halloween. Perfect. But today it's nice. Beautifully <laughs> sunny, not a cloud in the sky. Everyone will look like a ghost. Ghost costume. Yes. They're covered yes. in snow. Oh boy, I have show news, Nerdburger show news. I have to make a correction. I I was wrong. Larry is right. Is Larry the one listener? <laughs> there was a listener, Larry, who is separate from guest host and listener, Larry. Oh, okay. <laughs> but we haven't heard from listener Larry in a long time. Oh, so, so that you have no listeners now. L- listener Larry, if you're still out there, email us Nurburger Show at either ProtonMail or gmail.com. You 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 decide. No, this is Larry who's comes in the studio. Our guest, guest yeah, Larry. And yeah. Do, does most of our food blogs cool. with us. He he texted me on Wednesday after listening to the episode last uh last week's episode, episode five hundred. Woohoo. Woohoo. What were you, what were you busy doing last week that you couldn't join us? Last weekend. You just told me you were busy. I can't remember. Okay. It must have been really important then. I'll I'll think on that while you're uh, doing your corrections because you were actually wrong. Yeah. I had said that uh, they they kept asking me, well, Mike, what what do you think about episode 500? What does that mean to you? And I kept saying that that it's really super convenient for me when saving the template file as the actual file I record in that I only have to change one of the three zeros to a number. And I've only, and I've only had to do that. I think I said 12 or uh, 13 times before. So that would be episodes 100, 200, 300, 400 and one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. And, um, so that makes 13 altogether. The nine plus the no 14, the nine plus the, the, the five hundreds episodes. Yes. 500 the five episodes that are hundreds. <laughs> yeah. um, and Larry pointed out, what about episodes 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, and 90, which are 0, 1, 0, 0, 2, 0, et cetera. Do they not count as episodes where you only had to change one number? And I had to reply, damn it, you're right. <laughs> so it's way more. It's, um, well, we add nine more. So it's uh, 23 total now okay. with episode 500. So Mike, Mike, Mike. He says, "Ha! Now you have to apologize and make a correction." I, I'm not going to apologize, but I'm making a correction. <laughs> so thank you, Larry. I refuse to apologize. What was I doing last Saturday? I don't know. Me either. I mean, technically, I didn't invite you to the episode 500 extravaganza. You didn't. I I, I tried to schedule you on that day for this. What we're doing now. I know but because I, for, I, I say, forgot like, that that weekend I was going to be episode, episode 500. 
<laughs> I know. I just thought to myself, why was I not on episode 500? But it was because I didn't give you that date. Yeah, you told me you were you couldn't you couldn't do it that day. So I assumed that meant you w- wouldn't be available for the Zoom call either. I just never bothered to check. I don't know what I was doing last okay. Saturday. Well, let's, something. Well, if you think of it, let me know. Yeah. Break in and update us. Breaking news. Lori remembered something. Oh, I know what it was. I slept over at Megan's. I slept over at Megan's house on Friday night, and then stayed at her house all day doing nothing on the couch watching the battery. You could have zoomed in from that. I I could have, but then I would have to like you know there'd be a timing. I think I slept for like fourteen hours. I was you would have you would have had to like do something to make yourself presentable to all the other people. That's true, as opposed to what I did this morning. (laughs) Good thing this is not a video podcast. Thank God. (laughs) I am in my pajamas. It just looks like you have a fleeced sweater on. I do, and and my jammy bottoms. Well, I couldn't see that. I just showed you. Okay. My jammy bottoms, no makeup. You never wear makeup. A little bit. Oh, you've started? Yeah, that's bed hair. Bedhead. Bedhead. All right. Okay, so mm-hmm. should we uh, jump into the the news stuff? Sure. What's news, Dr. Lori? Oh, I got to go first. My, sure. I'm very excited to announce that on November 17th on HBO Max, Christmas Story 2022 is coming out. A Christmas Story Christmas. Yay. I, I Google, I was looking for it. For the article yeah and i googled a christmas story story i knew one of the words was repeated i just guessed wrong i had a 50 50 <laughs> chance but it still yeah, came up it's, it's it a, wasn't the no it's a a christmas story a, story so it wasn't off oh right i get it yeah yeah <laughs> i meant one of the um, real words my question is though after this um airs <clears throat> And eventually leaves from um, HBO Max exclusive rights to it. What are they going to do on TBS and TNT on Christmas Day? I was wondering that myself. Like, so are they they going to? Do you think maybe one of the channels will play one repetitively, and one of the channels will play the other? Maybe. I mean, it depends on how good the new one is. That's true. What if it sucks? We may not want to see it because there has been a Christmas Story too, right? That nobody cares about. No. And it had, what was it? Was it the mom was the same actress, but everybody else they recast? I think so. Something like that. I think so. Well, apparently the mom was the big star at the time. She was like, she was the, she had top billing. Yeah. Yeah. She was the one they wanted for the movie. Yeah. And, um, and there was some agreement that they would, she did the movie, but then they had to do something like she, she got some other movie out of it. I hadn't read that, but I thought that was interesting that she was the, the one they want, like the the star star of the movie at the time. Right. But yeah, I suppose it would have to be. Even though Ralphie was technically the star, right? but but But, in the credits, he's all the way at the end and introducing Peter Billingsley as Ralphie. Right. But given that today's movies suck so bad (laughs) and they just can't recreate the coolness of the 80s yep I, I i i don't know that it'll be although i do have to say that the second top gun was pretty good so it gives me some faith the second top gun i'm <clears throat> i haven't seen it again really since, oh you saw it once i saw it the one time in the theater on okay. like memorial day weekend where when they charged 17 dollars and 76 cents for the matinee ticket and i'm like is that the cheap price now <laughs> That seems awfully high. We we <laughs> that didn't went, include free popcorn and, and a drink or anything. That was just the ticket. And it was like a 430 on, movie. Yeah, we, we didn't do a matinee, but we went on it. We have five dollar Tuesdays. Okay. Here. And then Thursdays, it's five dollars if you are a student or um or a teacher and college faculty count. So we went. The six of us, four of us counted under student or teacher. Yeah, I think you told the story before. But it was before. an upgraded premium cost <laughs> to sit in the cool theater where it was being shown. With the 
the big the big uh, recliners and all that. We had that only heated recliners. Oh, so if you find the extra air conditioning that movie theaters usually have to be too much, you can warm yourself back up. Yes, so I would never in, avail um, myself of that feature, but you know it's nice for people oh, like you. It was awesome. We brought <laughs> we came in our pajamas and brought blankets and laid in the recliners. <laughs> it was so cool. Are those the dream loungers? The Is that what they call the them? The dream loungers. Yes, yeah. it was the best movie watching experience ever. But on five dollar Thursday for six people to see the movie, this was just for tickets. Was eighty five dollars? It should have been thirty. Right. <laughs> Yeah, it was eighty five dollars. Were they were we they didn't... juicing the numbers there, trying to pump it up? Well, trying no, to get up, there was an upgrade to to get the dream longer, oh, okay. but they weren't showing it in any other theater. So it's That's... only five dollars if you sit in the crappy old movie theater seats where they're not showing the movie, where you have where, to, where you have to put movie. your ear up against the wall to listen to it in the in the good right theater. Right. Yeah, that's and, a, that's a kind of a bait and I switch. See, I do have to say it was worth it. I think. I, I came out of there thinking that might have been better than the first one, but I have to see it again to be sure. I think it's better than the first one. I don't know. Well, I the first one's just so iconic, but it was a day. We went and saw it the, fir- the first one's kind of cheesy. It is because I watched it the night before I went and saw the new one. I watched it. We didn't. We did it spontaneously the first time we went to see it, so I didn't get a chance to do it. But I watched it before I went to see it a second time. The second one, because uh-huh. we went and saw it twice. Because you know, spending eighty five dollars on it wasn't enough. <laughs> you had to. Sp- hey, how much did it cost the second time? Eighty five dollars. Second time it was, just, it was just Lou and I. Oh, okay. So, um, actually, honestly, the first time it was just Lou and I. The second time was when we went and spent the eighty five dollars because we took the kids. But I watched the original in between, and that's when I figured out who the hell Penny was. Oh, okay. Because I didn't get the reference. Yeah, Penny Benjamin. I, I wouldn't have gotten it if I hadn't watched the original no. the night before. So we were trying to figure out the love interest thing because the first time we went to see it, we went with another couple. And then the next night I watched the original. So then I'm texting them and I'm like, I figured out who Penny is. <laughs> but I wouldn't. I had to go back and watch the original. Or I wouldn't have yeah. remembered that that was the Admiral's daughter. Yep. Which was very clever of them. Yes, it was. Yeah, I enjoyed that part of it so i hold out some hope that we can have a good movie in 2022 okay a good but, sequel at that yes a yeah. good sequel or just any good movie period <laughs> you know i'm thinking maybe maybe they'll um it's not going to be this year but next year they could run the 24 hours of a christmas story because doesn't it start at eight o'clock and end or, or eastern eight eastern seven central is when it starts and then it ends at at that same time it depends yeah. one they show channel, something they're, else. they're offset because one channel's on the evens and one channel's on the odds oh so you could at any point in time you're only one and hour on apart, hour yes one hour away from anything in a the christmas story <laughs> it's like, you don't want to wait a whole two hours for the scene you just missed when you turned it no. on you can flip over to the other channel and catch it in Correct. 55 minutes so, yeah. so i always start on whatever channel when i'm ready to start watching it <laughs> yeah uh, okay and then it just plays on our TV till the next day. Well, maybe they'll next year they'll show the, the this sequel that we're talking about. That's what I mean. After the twenty four hours in the the twenty four to twenty sixth hour, or they because it's on TNT and TBS, they could run it twenty four hours on either. But again, it depends on how good the sequel yeah, is. Yeah. At least they didn't try to remake the original, which is what they're doing with all the other movies. Reboot instead of i don't even call it reboot it's remake because yeah. it's re- you know stop remaking movies <laughs> just stop please <laughs> we don't need you to do that all right do you have news i do let me open my other app your other app yeah the one with all the ads oh yeah okay this is a uh, creative writing creative jur- journalism from the new york post with ah. or- it's replete with puns. <laughs> <laughs> they excel at this. They must be feeling flush. That's the first one. <laughs> San Francisco politicians have created a huge stink 
after agreeing to spend $1.7 million on a single public toilet, with even a local resident who campaigned for it gasping, this is expensive. <laughs> Despite a crippling rise in crime and homelessness across the city, lawmakers bragged to the San Francisco Chronicle about securing the staggering amount for a single toilet in 150 square feet of space. $1.7 million. This is San Francisco, right? Yeah. Okay, so there was an article that came out or a news report about a month and a half ago on San Francisco that the city is purchasing tents to give away to the homeless people that live in the tents. Well, that's what this toilet is for. It's for homeless people. Yeah, I know. But the the bill for the number, I can't remember what the total amount of the of what they were going to spend on the tents was and how many tents they were purchasing. But it came down to when you did the math, $60,000 per tent. Uh huh. Okay. You can get a tent at Walmart. <laughs> yeah. For, you know, a really nice one for 150 bucks. They were going to spend $60,000 per tent. That's what they're charging, quote unquote, uh-huh. the, the, the taxpayers. So then you go to this bathroom. So what are they doing with all the money that really it's not costing them to actually do this? So they 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 earmark, you know, six million dollars to buy, you know, a few thousand tens. Yeah. But it doesn't cost that much. So my question, and then you have the toilet one. So where are they funneling? It's to the politicians. That's how the politicians get rich on their So Nancy Pelosi salaries. Oh, of course she does. Yeah. Yeah. She's not worth $150 million, you know, because she doesn't participate in stuff like this. Ponzi schemes. Let's see. They, yes, they, they told me 1.7 million and I got 1.7 million. Democratic Assembly member Matt Haney proudly told the paper of the state funding he had to log for the loo. <laughs> I didn't have the option of bringing home less of the bacon when it comes to building a toilet. A half a toilet or a toilet maybe someday is not much use to anyone, he said. Well, if <laughs> we had to spend the money. Yes. That's what it's, he's it was just sitting they a, there. They have a picture of him and he looks like a total douchebag. The potty price tag involves several rounds of reviews and evaluations, also meaning completion will be stalled until at least 2025. <laughs> it's going to take them three it's years. It's going to take them three years to build a to single build toilet. To build toilet. Uh huh. Haney, who campaigned on homelessness and housing, insisted he was responding to loud and clear local demand for the toilet. However, it was quickly poo pooed. <laughs> By locals, with Chronicle columnist Heather Knight ripping the deal as mind-boggling, maddening, and encapsulate of so much of what's wrong with our city government. So there's at least one sane person living in San Francisco, and her name is Heather Knight. Instead of a toilet... She won't be that much longer. No. <laughs> They've probably already packed the U-Haul for her. Instead of a toilet maybe in more than two years, that cash could have paid to house a family. Instead, the columnist said, even in this widely, wildly overpriced city todd david a no value resident who pushed for the toilet for years told the paper that the price tag's a shocking number he's the one who said oh my god this is expensive yeah the columnist requested quotes from other builders with one tom hardeman of the modular building institute telling her i'm going to guess high i think and say two hundred thousand told the actual figure was eight and a half times as much he asked what are they making it out of gold and fine italian marble (laughs) It, it would be comical if it wasn't so tragically flawed. This is the co- this is the contractor. I know. <laughs> who himself is going to overinflate the price so that he could buy a new boat. Right. The city's parks and public works departments confirmed the figure while stressing it was an extremely rough estimate that budgets for the worst case scenario that could inflate costs. It covered not just for erecting the toilet, but includes the clogged up process... Of planning, drawing, permits, reviews, and public outreach, the city said. One, once those strained steps <laughs> are completed, that was perfect for that, the bathroom will be built by unions <laughs> whose workers will earn a living wage and benefits, including paid sick time, leave, and training. Yeah, so the unions are getting a giant cut of that. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> While this isn't the cheapest way to build, it reflects San Francisco's values, the department's told the paper. Well, it sure does. <laughs> it's all in the shit or there. That would have been a fun article to write. 
There are a lot more puns in there, but I'm so disgusted by the actual content of that article, and I'm yep. not talking about the poop references. Oh, my I'm God. I'm going to stop. So broken. Yep. If you live in California, get the hell out. <laughs> Absolutely. Just just go. Just get in your car and run see, to the hills. See if there's any space in that columnist's uh, U-Haul that you can <laughs> shove your stuff exactly. into. How anyone could live there is beyond me. I won't even go visit there. It's a hole. <laughs> You're going to have to do ads soon. Okay, there's the ad. It took nine. <laughs> nine that time. Oh, and it let me kill out of that ad. I can keep... <laughs> There we go. Sounds like my kids in the morning. <laughs> what else is news, Doctor? <laughs> don't know. <laughs> I don't think we can go off from there. <laughs> Just end the show now. <laughs> oh, thanks for listening. <laughs> We're not sorry. Oh boy. Um, let's see. What else do I have here? Oh, who want to talk COVID? Sure. Uh, this from Scotland. Public health experts, that's in giant dick fingers, quotes, experts, ruled <laughs> out any link between spikes in neonatal deaths and the vaccine without checking whether any of the infant's mothers had actually received the jab during pregnancy. They oh. just went ahead and ruled it out. And you, you, you want to know why they ruled it out? This is because awesome. Because it might skew their data? In a statement, Public Health Scotland added that there was also a risk that, quote, identifying the vaccination status of the mothers, even at the aggregate level, would result in harm to those individuals and others close to them through actual or perceived judgment of the effects of their personal vaccination decision. Furthermore, the outcomes of such analysis whilst, this is Scotland, remember, being uninformative, for public health decision-making had the potential to be used to harm vaccine confidence at this critical time. So we're going to <laughs> not actually do a scientific study scientifically because it might hurt someone's feelings. If that doesn't encapsulate yes. the entire progressive movement. <laughs> yes. In One person's study, feelings are more important than literally everything else. And yes. that's how we should make so, all of our important decisions. All of them, including science. Yeah, so um, two and a half times as many infants are dying Yeah, in, in the last two just, years versus all of the years that ever came before. Yep. It's not just infants, though. Have you noticed the number of reports of people in their healthy people in their 20s and 30s yeah. and 40s just dropping dead from heart related issues? Uh huh. Yeah, that has I think it's like an 800 percent increase in the last uh, two years two or years. so. Yeah, gee, I wonder what that was. Yeah. <laughs> Although no one will actually correlate. Exactly. Data here here we have juncture. evidence of them refusing to do it. They're stating we're not going to do it because. Right. Well, they have the data. I mean, somebody's compiling this data somewhere. They're just not releasing it. They're not going to release it, which study. means they know what it says. And right. they're admitting that they don't want right. that coming out. Exactly. Um. Because God forbid just, one person refuses the vaccine because it might kill their baby or themselves. But I, I'm, I'm still mind boggled <laughs> at this juncture with the CDC voting unanimously on their panel to recommend adding the COVID vaccine to the list of required vaccines for grade school or for school kids. Because given that one, it doesn't prevent you from getting COVID. Two, it doesn't prevent you from spreading COVID to anyone else. It does reduce your risk of getting severe COVID if you're old, but that doesn't apply to grade school children. They've, some studies have shown that people with the COVID vaccine are actually at a higher risk of getting COVID. Yep. And they haven't tested the new vaccine, the, the, the new bivalent booster that they're touting, which is what they're going to recommend for school children, they haven't tested it on kids. The data they're using as far as whether or not they think it's effective in preventing or, or whatever they think it's going to do for COVID, they're using adult data. 
because they haven't done any research in kids. And you have before you're allowed to get the booster, you have to go back and get all of the other series first. Oh, good Lord. Which they know doesn't do anything with the current variants of COVID. So I can't I, I looked really hard in at all of this and I can't find any science in it at all. So there are we still talking? Is this is this still trying to make money for the pharmaceutical people? They haven't made enough money yet. So we're gonna <clears throat> how many billions do they need? <laughs> that's my question. And you know, at what point they <laughs> <laughs> is it enough yet? Uh, yeah so, like, so now we gotta make everything you gotta get a hundred billion you gotta get a trillion like what's the number people well i think because they're looking at the numbers and it's less than 10 percent of people vaccinated their kids under five and i believe we're under 50 percent of kids school-aged kids yeah so they're looking at it going hey that's a huge population of people and if we require it in schools and we require they have to get the whole series <laughs> which is like four shots, uh-huh. we can make even more money. Your bell's kind of weak there. I think Matthew screwed it up. I let him oh, use no. it last week, and now it's not as loud. Hmm. All right, so that was my COVID vaccine rant. Also, masks don't work. No. But make sure you wear one when you're driving alone in your car. That's the only time they do work. <laughs> That'll make you look... Almost as big of a douchebag as that guy from San Francisco, that councilman. Actually, I think they should round up all the people that wear their masks while they're alone in their cars and make them go live in San Francisco. That's a good idea. And they can just all be there together. Look, (laughs) somehow you've been separated from your herd. We would like to help you reconnect. Here's a a free plane ticket. One way. I saw some people. So... I live in a um, very, very conservative county in what used to be a very conservative city, but people keep leaking out of Milwaukee <laughs> and coming further west. And I saw a couple, um, millennial couple, judging from their age, walking down the street and they were pushing their dog in a stroller. Oh my God. And both of them were wearing masks. <laughs> Was the dog wearing a mask too? If not, why not? <laughs> why not? Why isn't your dog wearing a mask? You should have mask shamed them. them. <laughs> I should have asked them. I kind of looked and went, I can't talk to you. <laughs> there is something fundamentally flawed in your bed, both of you. That yes. poor dog. At least Please they don't have an away. actual kid. And so, like, it's they can go live in San Francisco. Yes. I mean, please. I really think they should. Bye bye. you've wandered from your herd Uh. (laughs) it's like they came west out of Wauwatosa and Milwaukee just keep going yep don't stop here don't stop here you need to put up a sign on the east side of town to let them know (laughs) take the bypass (laughs) keep going and keep going (laughs) all right so can we are we talking politics I don't know why can we we can. What do you want to talk about? Okay. Well, I, just, I have to tell a story. It's kind of funny. So Thursday evening, there was an event in our city. Is this something that that, was, that a politician you might know and live with yes. wants, wants on the internet? <laughs> I don't think it matters because it's not bad on... Okay. It doesn't reflect badly on him. So, so it was um, organized at a local... Well, it's a restaurant in the front and they have a big room in the back. So it was in the big room. And it was a forum for all of the conservative candidates that are currently running for office in Wisconsin. So Attorney General, Governor Ron Johnson, first Senate, like those, it was for them to come speak. So they were all there? They were all there. Wow. So it was about 200 people came. A whole senator. And that's huh? a, pre- a whole senator. That's impressive. A real one, not one of them state ones. Nope. We Although those guys two. were probably there too. Yeah, they were. So they're all there. And looking um, ashamed missed... at only being a state senator, feeling inadequate. <laughs> so I missed I missed all the action, but because I didn't get there till later. But apparently the um, there was uh, a lot of protesters that showed up in addition to the New York Times. What is the New York Times doing 
at some random fundraiser type uh they they like to come in and videotape it in the middle of yeah they videotape it and then they cut the speeches to make it sound like they said something they didn't oh so what they usually do but that seems like an off that seems like an awful long way to travel just to do that it was so they um there was a massive especially for a for a newspaper that's failing yeah (laughs) and not making losing money hemorrhaging money like nobody's business they are so um so they were all uh thrown out and um the, oh there good was so there was police. there was security that's nice there was security there was massive police presence and um they were removed and they were very upset about it because you know it's a free country and they should be allowed to come eat in the restaurant and they were told <laughs> they could go eat in the restaurant all they wanted they weren't allowed in the back room and they couldn't bring any of their um tv material you know uh cameras and microphones and all that stuff yeah into the thing with them so yesterday um so this was thursday so yesterday i went on well, those seem like reasonable guidelines that the restaurant yeah, set they, up there yeah, you can come in you just it. can't you can't record with your cameras yeah. it's a it's a yeah. yeah they're a private business that they, they have a right to that and you can't go in the in the back room which has already been rented out because it's by a somebody private, else it's a, private it's, a, it's a private event yeah yeah so um I went on to the New York Times website yesterday, which I don't know that I've ever done that before, because why would I? Um, just to see if they had anything about the event or getting kicked out of the event. And Could so you even get past the paywall? Um, I, I didn't try to read any articles. I oh, scrolled okay. through their the headlines. headlines. But I was a little, I mean, I you know, you hear this stuff all the time, but I never actually pay attention to the New York Times. But wow, are they biased? OMG, it's not even trying a little bit no. to even remotely report news. They gave that up years ago. Oh my goodness. It's like reading the, I mean, they're akin to um, you know, the National Enquirer. I would think the articles in the National Enquirer might have more legitimate facts <laughs> to them than what's in these New York Times things. Uh-huh. I'm looking at this going, you couldn't spin that any more politically left than they do just scrolling through the page i'm like i hope to god anyone that reads the new york times knows what they're reading if anyone actually or go, or reads go it live in san francisco yeah <laughs> <laughs> outside of san francisco and new york yeah. yes oh geez <laughs> oh geez oh geez <laughs> <laughs> that newspaper is not has no basis in reality but you couldn't find the headline about the no, the thing that there they must not have um, found it interesting enough that they just got booted from a private event. They didn't even stick around and do a a, a review of the of the food. I don't think no. I, they <laughs> they complained about. I don't think they ever actually went in because they were told they could go into the restaurant part, but they weren't allowed in the back room. And um, and the cops were there. There was security there, so they 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 all left. I bet if that headline exists, it it features the phrase back room and also alongside the word deals. I figured they probably didn't do a an article on it because they couldn't find anyone wearing the white hoods and you know all the stuff that conservatives. <laughs> there wasn't a doing. burning cross outside the restaurant. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And really weirdly, there it was a Nazi diverse flags crowd. flying over the yeah. But you know, interestingly, it was a diverse crowd. Oh, it actually was. Well, that's probably why they weren't interested and didn't didn't yeah. try to get in and take pictures. Yeah. Well, actually, they did. Somebody did a like ran the numbers and the all the candidates on the ballot coming up in seventeen days now. Um, the conservatives have the more diverse. Thirteen days as you're later. listening to this. <laughs> did you do your math right this time? Yeah, I think so. Okay. That's, um, well, it's Wednesday, so it in in two weeks before the election on Tuesday, so that would true. be thirteen days. That would be. But I did just do 17 minus four because it's Saturday. And yeah. I, I know that already. Anyway, so. the <laughs> But the conservatives, Republican tickets uh, nationwide have more diverse candidates. Not that that actually way. matters in any meaningful. It doesn't. Respect. It doesn't no. matter in any meaningful way, but I only bring it up because <laughs> the Democrats think they're the party of. They think it matters. Of- they think it matters yeah. and they think they're super diverse and welcoming and so that's you know. just a, that's just another example of them projecting their own failings on the on the other side exactly like they like they do a lot exactly i bet the new york times writes a lot of editorials about other newspapers and how bad they're doing financially <laughs> i'd put money on that one if i'd actually want you know want to read the new york times 
Yeah, don't don't Which post. I, don't. I, I I scroll. <laughs> I didn't even click on anything. I well, scrolled and went, "What the hell is this?" <laughs> what happens to me is I'll I'll see a link to a news story that I find interesting and want to read, and it might sometimes go to the New York Times, but then boom, ad wall, and I'm like, I am not paying you to read your garbage. Nope, not even a little. No, and um. Yeah, I didn't even get that far because I didn't actually click on anything. So, I just scrolled through skimming yeah. the headlines going, what in God's name am I reading? I mean, I know not it's to me. not to go to their website because I know I can't read anything because everything's buried behind the ad wall. Right. Yeah. Yep. Or paywall. It's like the, mm. the headline said, there is no inflation. It's all in your head. <laughs> well, is that why I'm getting headaches? Because yes. my head's inflated? You're imagining the... High prices everywhere. High prices. Well, no, I was just going to say, I was at the grocery store two weeks ago, and they had boxes of granola bars for $24.99. How many granola bars? Twelve. <laughs> granola bars are over $2 a, a bar now? Well, it, that I seems mean, like a lot. Particular, there were some brands that were that much. I just, I, you know, you, and um, a 200-foot roll of aluminum foil is $17.99. <laughs> You can't even recycle that. I know. <laughs> um, so I was in the line for checkout because we have to wait. A, you know, you got to stand in line for 30 minutes at the checkout because they have no employees. Because I don't know where all these people are that aren't in the workforce. Right. That have never come back to work in three years. Um, but <laughs> how are they living? They just, do they all die? <laughs> I, I, you know, where do they all go? Do they die? They all drop dead from heart attacks from the Maybe. COVID vaccine. Maybe the uh, CDC is paying them to be a COVID death so that they can <laughs> they can inflate their numbers Maybe. like they do. Maybe. Um, They're just sitting at home playing Democratic video games. Governor, being actually, dead of COVID. Actually, if you need a job, yeah? our, our uh, side gig, my, our current Democratic governor is paying people $2,000 a pop to put positive things about him on social media so he doesn't lose his election. <laughs> is he down in the polls? Oh, yeah. That's... uh. He's the Wisconsin ver- version of Joe Biden. Failed public school teacher Tony Evers. Yes, sir. But he like takes naps and doesn't have. I don't. He, the, he doesn't oh, yeah, have he anything won't, on his he, schedule. He never works a full day. No, he doesn't work. <laughs> I think they calculated it's like fifteen hours a week. Mm-hmm. He's never. Wow, can, at the, um, can I have his job? <laughs> no kidding. Well, I'll take the two thousand dollars to pretend to write something nice about him on social media. I would have to I would have to figure out a way to creatively write my thing so that when they read it, it would get past whoever was um proofreading my right. thing so that I would get the check, but that it would contain a bunch of jokes. Yeah. That that made the meaning the opposite of what you right. you think it would it say really on upon first read. So that exactly. would actually involve work. Yeah, but, but two thousand dollars is a lot. How much do you have to write? Is it just like a hundred words? Is it five hundred words? I didn't look that closely yeah. into it because I wasn't going to do it. Oh, and can I do it if I don't live there? Wouldn't think they cared. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> they don't want you know. You can come up here and vote if you want. I mean, what the hell? As long as I'm voting for them. Well, yeah, you can go to Madison and just, you know, turn in your ballots to random people in the park and, you know, or they'll fill them out for you. <laughs> you print print, print what, your own at home. Well, that's what they did in 2020. They actually have this. This is all in evidence. They were going into the old folks homes and voting for all the old people. Oh, yeah, they do. Yeah, they do it everywhere with old. But folks. it was it was 100 percent of every nursing home. 100 percent of their residents voted in the 2020 election. <laughs> <laughs> even they're, the they're dead the comatose ones. ones all the alzheimer's <laughs> uh-huh, patients yeah. and um because they let the staff fill out their ballots for them yeah or one person i we're not really sure who filled out their ballots for them but there's nothing fishy came. going on there at all nope. no 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 welcome to america in 2022 <laughs> let's hope they can make a good movie <laughs> Nobody can do anything else, right? Which brings me to my other topic I wanted to talk about. Yeah, what's that? So they did a study um, looking at leaning conservative, leaning 
democratic, et cetera. And they spread, they did it by age. So they um, plumped people into generations, you know, and okay, looked sure. at what each generation and apparently Gen X. Hey, that's we, our generation. We are the rock, yes. We yeah. are the rock stars. Uh, Gen X is roughly 60, 40 Republican. Gen which, X is voting Republican now? Way Republican. Like I thought the, bo- the boomers voted Republican. They do, but not to the extent that Gen X does. And then, then you have the millennials. Um, so the article is kind of cool because it, uh, it said that Gen X is basically telling the Democrats to eat my shorts. <laughs> <laughs> and that's not, a, well, that's not a Simpsons reference. That's a Breakfast Club reference, right? Breakfast Club yeah. reference, correct. John Bender. And, um, but what I thought was really interesting was the interesting part was when they were looking at apparently people's political leanings start to form during the ages between 14 and 20. So whatever's going on in the world during those formative years tends to frame people's political views when they get to adulthood. So for Gen X, it was watching Jimmy Carter have his failed presidency and then then the Reagan era. So um, what what gives me hope is that the current Gen Zers who are watching a COVID be Biden in his administration, <laughs> they are going to be so conservative yeah. when they get into adulthood. If that trend holds, that'll be awesome. That's going to take 30 years, though. Well, see, my theory right now is the boomers just need to go away. If you're a boomer, you should no longer be in charge of anything. Your time has come and gone. Please leave. Yeah. I don't care what side of the aisle you're on. Go away. Hey, remember back in the day when people retired at 65? Yeah, that's you. Please. Yeah, go. It's time for Gen X to run things. Get rid of the boomers. So Mitch McConnell, go away too. Right? <laughs> Lindsey Graham, freaking retire. All of the go. old dinosaurs and fossils need to just pack just it up and go. take their millions and millions of illegally acquired fraudulent dollars and yep. go retire and yep. fish you got all and the money you're gonna get go away knit you know because nancy pelosi you need more than 150 million dollars to retire on you're freaking 107 years old you're not gonna live to spend that money so just go <laughs> go boil your dentures or something <laughs> nancy, some Botox. nancy pelosi Oh, oh, my teeth fell out. <laughs> she can go sit in the gold-plated toilet in yeah, San Francisco. Yeah, right. <laughs> With all the fine Italian marble. And uh, hey, speak, re- reapply, her, of- reapply her fixident that the vodka disintegrates and causes her teeth to fall out while she's talking. My favorite is when her eyebrows get stuck like <laughs> on her forehead. And she can't get them back down for a few days. <laughs> Just to push them down with her fingers. No, I think they're just stuck. The Botox just keeps them up there. Um, question for you, though. Speaking of dinosaurs, Diane Feinstein, who's <laughs> like, isn't she the oldest? Like, she's literally um, almost 90 years old and is I, still currently serving in the Senate. Um, I have not seen her in over a year. Is she even old? Like, are they doing a weekend with Bernie's with her and pretending she's still alive? I don't know. I have no idea. Because she has not been... In the news at all. I, I haven't been paying any attention to the news no, well, that's th- this year. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, you know, I don't know who, who were, I was talking about that with. Was it Lieutenant Colonel James, maybe? About, uh, you know, all the news is bad, so there's no point. <laughs> I check in every once in a while. Any of it. <laughs> I check in every once in a while. Yeah. Just to see what's going on. Like, maybe once a day I'll check in just to make sure, you know. Stuff hasn't imploded yet, but like, um, like my kids are still preparing for the apocalypse. So we just got a ship. One of them just ordered a um, case of iodine tablets so we can purify our water in the uh, nuclear winter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Why are they afraid of nukes? My kids. Yeah. Oh, they're not necessarily for. They just figured at some point they think it's going to be more of a um, an all-out like civil war type apocalypse as opposed to um nuclear war but that's been added into the mix now these last few weeks i don't think that was the original (laughs) reason for the apocalypse they're figuring that you know 
once those 87,000 IRS agents are unleashed on us armed, you know, we're going to have to take up arms against them. And <laughs> Yeah, why does the IRS buy ammunition? Because they arm their <laughs> agents. Hopefully that'll be gone soon. All right, that was all my news. What, what, what do you have for us for science stuff? Oh, I didn't have any. Well, that was the COVID part. I don't have any good science news. Because my science news was the CDC is, was unanimously recommending vaccines that they haven't tested in children on children. Yeah. And every cardiologist I talked to says, don't get your kids vaccinated. I think I found the thing that we were saving for you for oh, a future show. It? Winnie the Pooh and mental illness. <laughs> Dr. Laurie is a blank stare off into space. <laughs> I think that re- she searches I think I her hard arguments. drive. That this was your me. idea. <laughs> I know, but I have to like put it together. I can't do it on the show. Not to remind oh, me. Oh, come on. What, what the hell was I reading that? Because it was like all the Winnie the Pooh characters were different mental yeah. illness. Yeah. Well, I have the article here. Do you want me to? Yeah, go, go for it? it. We can discuss. Okay. Oh, this is from <laughs> almost this time of year, three years ago, October 16th, 2019. No, this this is the article. Well, I think I just, you mentioned it and I went and dug up an article and okay. bookmarked it so that we yeah, could there must remember have been to talk about it. something I was reading around the show that had to do with that that I thought it would be interesting to talk about. The social media is abuzz with the idea that characters from Winnie the Pooh each represent a particular mental il- illness issue. Of course, it isn't true that the characters were originally written with these disorders in mind any more than the characters of Gilligan's Island represent the seven deadly sins or those in the Wizard of Oz reference political symbolism. I've never heard that. I've heard the thing about Gilligan's Island. The idea that Pooh, Piglet, Eeyore, Tigger, and friends are each dealing with a mental health condition got its start in a paper published in the Canadian Medical Association Journal in 2000 entitled Pathology in the Hundred Acre Wood. A neurodevelopmental perspective on AA Milne Milne. How do you say that? Milne Milne. We cannot but wonder how much richer Pooh's life might be were he to have a trial of low dose stimulant medication. <laughs> Wrote the researchers. <laughs> we gotta put Pooh on Ritalin. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here's the list, and uh, I'm not a, a Winnie the Pooh fan. I might have read it once. One, oh, one, I mean, I one story. The movies are awesome with the kids. Uh, yeah. So you, you know, you'll know more than me. So you, you can talk to these points, but I'll read them to you. Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> ADHD. OCD. I don't think he had OCD. He was definitely ADHD. It says. Piglet's the OCD. OCD due to his fixation on honey and repetitive counting. That's a stretch. But okay. the, the ADHD, definitely. Yeah. All right. So Pooh needs Ritalin. Yep. Piglet, generalized anxiety disorder. Yeah. But also OCD, yeah. according. To I would you. say Piglet's got a little OCD. I don't. What's what's an example of Piglet's OCD? He's very clean. Like he's very uh, he's constantly cleaning. His okay. Home and very particular, which is the opposite of an actual pig. Correct. I thought pigs were clean animals. No, they're filthy. They are not. They root in their own shit, according to... Apparently, that's the best place to dispose of a body, because they'll eat everything but the teeth. I've seen that in, in movies and TV, yeah. where, where you know mobsters dispose of somebody... Yeah, in a pig farm. In a pig farm. Because they'll eat, they'll get rid of all of it. Bones yeah. and everything. They just don't eat the teeth and you're not going to find the teeth. So right. And be able to figure out whose teeth they are from a tooth. But uh, yeah, no, that was um, Jules Winfield told us that at the diner in Pulp Fiction. Okay. Right. Uh, that yeah, pigs yeah. are filthy animals. That's why he won't eat bacon. I don't know <laughs> if that's true. I mean, they're always dirty when you see pigs on a farm. True. And pig farms smell really bad. Yeah. Okay. Moving on. Rabbit. Narcissism. Yeah. Yep. What does Owl have? Uh, skipping over Eeyore, going to Owl. Owl suffers from dyslexia. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. What's an example of Owl's dyslexia that you... He would read maybe... things backwards and get different meaning out of notes that were left, and then he'd send the group on a wild goose chase for something that wasn't real because he read it wrong. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but he was, like, he always... um. He was the smart character, so they always listened to him, but he wasn't always right. But that makes sense. Yeah, he'd have dyslexia. Okay, you can go back to Eeyore. Well, wait, wait, ex- ex- explain uh, Rabbit's narcissism to me, though, because, again, I don't know. Like, I know Pooh, and I know Eeyore, and the rest of these, I'm like... No, Rabbit, no um, if Rabbit messed up, um, well, everything is always about Rabbit. Okay. When he's in That's... the story, and then if any, if he messed anything up, he always blamed everyone else. Okay. So yeah, definite narcissism. Okay. I thought Eeyore was just regular old depression. That's what I would have guessed. But this says, and I I don't even know what this is. Dysthymic disorder? Am I saying that right? D-Y-S-T-H-Y-M-I-C. I don't know. I let's Google that. Um <laughs> we've stumped dys- Dr. Laurie. Thymic disorder? D-Y-S-T-H-Y-M-I-C. So the thymus is your immune system, but this must mean something else. Persistent depressive disorder. Oh, okay. So they just have a new word for it. Dysthymia is defined as a low mood occurring for at least two years, along with at least two other symptoms of depression. Permanent depression. (laughs) Pretty much. Yeah, that's Eeyore. But only, yeah, (laughs) poor Eeyore. Dysthymic. Hmm. I learned a new word today. Hey, how about that? Okay, Christopher Robin. It says, no diagnosable disorder, though Christopher lacks parental supervision and spends most of his time talking to animals. (laughs) To soft animals. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's not, there's no disorder. Maybe he's schizophrenic. Pin on him. There you go. Christopher Robin is schizo. Yes. Okay. This says, uh, Tigger. Do you want to guess? Well, Tigger's also hyperactive. ADHD. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Kanga? Kanga? Kanga. Well, Kanga and Roo. Kanga is the mom. Roo's the baby. Kanga. Kanga. It's, she's a kangaroo. Yeah, I know. What's <laughs> what's Kanga suffer from? I don't... Does Kanga have a... She's sort of a rock. It says... The, do you want to know? Yeah. This says social anxiety disorder. I don't know. I'd have to. I don't recall. I get. I guess maybe she worries about Rue, but she sends Rue out with Tigger, who well, has ADHD. Huh? <laughs> Tigger who has ADHD. Yeah, she lets Tigger babysit Rue. So how much anxiety could she possibly right. have? That's, yeah, that's a pretty bold. Well, she she has her own social anxiety disorder. So oh. maybe that's why she's not going out with Rue. That could be like that one. I wouldn't have. I'd have to go back and look for signs of that one. It's like, no, Tigger needs to watch you if you're going to go outside because I'm not going outside. No, but she never makes a point of not going anywhere. I don't know. Again, Hmm. you're the expert on all of these things, including Winnie the Pooh. Well, I'm not an expert on disorders. (laughs) I'm just reading the article to you. On Pooh. I've watched lots of (laughs) Winnie the Pooh. And then uh, Rue. That's the the, the child. Uh Yeah. What, What does Rue suffer from or with? No guess. This says autism. But based on the ever-expanding definition of autism, everybody's autistic at this point, right? So why not? I think so. Yeah. We're all on the spectrum. Okay. I wouldn't have... I think that's a stretch with Kinga and Rue. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's the end the of the list. The rest of them I agree with. And we had to, you know, use a fancy term and come up with a new word for... Eeyore being depressed because that's what this is the most obvious one they had to come up with something fancy for it for their article was this someone's online PhD dissertation no this is uh, some article on um, inspiremalibu.com well Well, you you mentioned the concept to me and I I googled it and this is the thing that came up so that's what I No, I'm just wondering if someone wrote this for like their online doctorate I'm sure they have I'm sure mul- you know, many, many, many people have done this to the point that profe- professors are getting it year after year from different people and are tired of it. Because um, that's about what you would have to do for usually for these online doctorates that Dr. Jill Wyden has you write a paper. <laughs> that's not a real doctorate, though. 
We, we've already discussed that. I know. I just had to bring it up again. <laughs> because so so we have her and then our mayor is a vet uh-huh. that hasn't practiced in quite a number of years. And he refers to himself as a healthcare professional <laughs> publicly in meetings. Does he make people call him doctor? Because I, I thought that know. was where you were going with that. That's what what you just said is no, even worse. 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 <laughs> he he wanted to be the city's default expert for COVID when COVID broke out because he was the only healthcare professional in the room. The vet. The vet. The veterinarian. Yeah. Yeah. And apparently he referred to himself as a healthcare professional recently, like in the last couple of weeks um, on some other topic. And I'm like, can we, can we get him a one-way ticket to San Francisco too? I would love to. (laughs) Maybe that's why what's going on at the CDC. They got all vets working there (laughs) and they, Again. That's where that why are we're lacking in. Not that veterinarians aren't scientific. A lot of them can be, but I would not necessarily call them a healthcare professional. For people. For people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think if you actually filled the CDC with a bunch of of veterinarian graduates, they could probably do better research than what the CDC is currently doing. But um do you watch they're Rick- not experts in people's health. No. Do you watch Rick and Morty? No. Okay. Because the mom on Rick and Morty is a, she keeps pointing out that she's a heart surgeon. And then the, the dad, they have a very dysfunctional marriage, is standing next to her and he'll go, horse heart surgeon. And she'll be like, what? It's like nothing. We, we <laughs> like, had a faculty member running joke. We've had a couple of faculty members over the years that, again, could be living in the 100 acre woods because there's got to be some psychiatric disorder there. We had one guy that was a physician's assistant at one point in time and was convinced everybody he was an MD because he just told people that he was a surgeon. Yeah. And all the um, students thought that he was an MD. And then he would apply for jobs that you had to have an MD or a PhD to get. And then he'd get turned down for these jobs and then he'd get mad. So he had himself convinced that he was something that he wasn't. I think so. Then we had another what, faculty what, what, member. What psychological disorder is that? <laughs> where delusional? I I don't even know. But then where it's you not, you you say the same lie so many oh, times so, that you be, yeah. end up believing it yourself? Yeah. There, there's yeah. It, he wouldn't. It, apply it's got to be like <laughs> gerbilism or something. <laughs> and then we had another one that flunked out of a residency, so was not a board certified physician graduated from medical school actually had the the md after her name but couldn't practice medicine right so she went into teaching but she would tell all the students that she was a surgeon even though she never completed any surgical residency and was not never did surgery (laughs) in her entire life she might have observed as a medical student um she would teach class not only wearing scrubs but wearing a scrub cap. Like she had like just, come, just from come from surgery. surgery. Did yeah. she splatter like pig's blood on her? Pig's blood. Not that I ever noticed, but she would go to <laughs> lecture. She would come to faculty meetings like that. What kind of psychosis is this? I don't know. And it's so two of them that I've run into in my career. Wow. Was this at the same place or two different places? Two different places. Okay. All right, I'm feeling a little ever so minuscule amount better about humanity that that was spread out at two different locations instead of at the same place. Right, spread out, but still. Good God. I'm just, what the heck? You know, if you want the end, you know, if you want the title or whatever the delusion is so badly, go get it. Right. You know, yeah, study harder for the test or go back to college and get the right degree or whatever the the first guy's problem was. Yeah. Yeah, crazy. But they're both gone. Oh, that's good. <laughs> that help if that helps. <laughs> they got found out. Were were, yes. were were either of them in a position at that time that they got by lying about their their thing? No. Okay. But they were trying to get positions. They were trying to move up and couldn't. Yes, and yeah. then ended up not getting what they 
were looking for and what left because of the situations they they couldn't be anything other than an adjunct yeah so they were trying to find full-time positions but you have to most universities you have to have a phd or an MD. okay to get a full-time faculty position the pa guy could have gotten a job teaching at a pa school as a pa (laughs) but he would only apply for the jobs that required the md title which was interesting so weird i know yeah and then he'd get mad at everybody and not speak to anybody because he didn't get the promotion (laughs) and same thing with the other one but like what what possesses somebody to be so open about this obvious disconnect to reality where they're 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 living a whole different what? a whole different what the guy life than the one the, they're actually in i you know, know and well, the guy would have telling everybody about out, it except for he applied for a full-time tenure track faculty position and nobody knew that he would have been lying all those years until they had to get his because when you apply for a job you have to send your transcripts that you know, actually prove you have the degree you're saying yeah. you have. And apparently he slow walked it all. Like they were only getting bits and pieces. So then the, the hiring committee started to get uh, suspicious and then finally got all of the transcripts. And they're like, dude, you don't have the degree you say you have and didn't get the job. But then how did everybody find out? People weren't always quiet. About <laughs> oh, so it wasn't him going around. Saying I applied for he this didn't job. Tell people I don't have the. Oh. He convinced everybody he did, and was only found out because he applied for multiple positions at multiple places. Ah. That all. But he wasn't bragging told... about applying for these jobs. Oh no! He, no, no, no. he just got oh. mad after he didn't get them. Yes, and then, but then, so then, when people like me would find out, you know from other people that this wasn't the case and we're like holy shit he doesn't actually have an md (laughs) so then when students would be like oh yeah so and so you know he's a heart surgeon and then like no he's not horse heart surgeon (laughs) yeah so i would tell people that he wasn't and same thing with scrub cap lady (laughs) pretending she's coming from or on her way to surgery all the time Uh uh-huh Because, you know, that's the role of scrubs is not to wear them into surgery and then take them off. So you don't bring the crap from surgery out into the public. Yeah. It's to wear it all the time as a costume. Yeah. Not that she was actually in surgery because she wasn't. No, but she was wearing it as a costume. Yeah, (laughs) it was literally. Hey, you know what? Some people really like Halloween and they want it to be every day of the year. Maybe she was one of those people. Was she, was she overweight? Did she eat a lot of candy? <laughs> she carried a pumpkin. A plastic she, pumpkin I was going to say, did she always smell like pumpkins? No, she carried, that's what she carried her stuff in was a little plastic pumpkin. Hey, speaking of Halloween, I have a great Halloween costume this year. Okay. And it's actually a, a team costume. All right, let's, so Lou, let's do Halloween Lou's preview. Gonna wear, Lou's going to wear scrubs. Well, okay. Is he pretending to be a horse heart surgeon? Yes, and uh, with, with the stethoscope around his neck, and I'm going to dress up as the operation game. Oh my god, that's awesome! Uh huh. <laughs> so I'm going to do a red clown nose, and then black shirt, black pants, and I'm going to make like red, you know, squares. Uh huh. Where the the parts are supposed to be, and then in white felt, I'll make the little things, and then Lou's going to have tongs, <laughs> so he can pick them off of you. Well, they're not really going to come off. I'm going to have. Oh, you should vel- on, but... Velcro. I thought about doing that, but then I would have, yeah, I guess I, either way, I haven't decided okay. yet, but I think I'll sew the red ones on and Velcro though. There you go. The white things. The, the white things on. So I got to get Velcro. funny bone. Yeah. 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 But isn't that cool? That's very cool. Except it should be a, it should be a, like a nude colored outfit. I know, but I don't want to do that. Okay. And then and you need a bald cap with the hair on either side, like, like a Kevin from the office. Yes. Yes. <laughs> All right. So you, you oh, you have to have a buzzer. I know. Yes, for, I do have to have with a you to go for when he yep. he hits the sides. Yeah, with his tongs. Yep. All right. So I need Velcro and a bite. I'm compiling. I already bought all the felt to make it. So I got to go. I got to get a clown nose and a buzzer and Velcro. 
to place my Amazon order today. You better hurry. You only got nine days. Nine days! Nine days! You'll have to send pictures. I will. Okay. When is your Halloween? Is it on Halloween or is it on no, it's like Saturday? Saturday? Okay. Yeah. But I have to wear the costume to work on Monday. Oh, that's on good. Halloween. So you do get to yeah, there's celebrate actually Halloween faculty, on Halloween. There's a faculty <laughs> costume contest. So I'm having um, the person I teach cadaver lab with. She's going to come in scrubs. Can't, why can't Monday. you? Oh, the, oh, because the fake uh, fake surgeon doesn't work there anymore. Right. And um, <laughs> and then. Um, hey, can you hold these tongs, crazy lady? <laughs> but anyway, she's going to wear the scrubs and then we're going to get our picture together. Okay. Because I'll wear the operation game. So is she? So maybe we'll win the faculty costume contest. What, would would you be then a pair, a set that goes together that, that that shares a, the award, or is she just helping? Yes, you? there's a team competition and an individual competition. Okay, are you entering both? So we would, we would no. I think we just enter the team competition. Oh, you need to enter the individual one as as just the because well, you're the most important part of that team. True, but we'll just take a picture and send it in, and they can do with it what they want. Okay, all right, all right. That's all I have. Do we have enough for your show? I think so. All right. Okay. Well, now is the part of the show, Dr. Lori, where you ask me where they can find us. Mike, where can they find us? Gee, Dr. Lori, thanks for asking. They can find us at nerdburgershow.com. Email us, nerdburgershow at protonmail.com or Gmail, whatever, loud guy, Michael. <laughs> Join us next week when we really talk about Halloween for a long time because it'll be the Halloween show with Lisa. 